The Courageous Coaching Podcast is hosted by Sophia Antoine, a certified life coach supporting women in their efforts to improve their self-esteem. Today, we're talking about life, relationships, and everything in between. Take it away, Sophia. Welcome to another episode of the Courageous Coaching Podcast. I am Sophia Anton, your certified life and relationship coach. But you knew that already because when you clicked on that link, you knew where you were going. But what you didn't know is that I had the trendy savings diva here with me. And I am so honored. She is amazing. I know I say amazing about a lot of people, but she is amazing. I had the pleasure. And I know I'm barely breathing when I'm talking about her, but I had the pleasure of meeting her back in 2016, November 2016 to be exact, when we, um, well, I live in South Florida. She came down to South Florida for a conference. And um, I have to tell you that when I first met her, she seemed like this little timid, shy little girl. And now to see how she has blossomed and how she has grown and I would say it leaves me speechless, but I'm kind of talking to you guys right now, right? So um, I'm going to let her talk because, Joy, it is absolutely my pleasure and my honor to have you here. Thank you for giving me your time. So just introduce yourself and tell the people who you are, what you do, and how you're courageous. Awesome. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for that. Great introduction. I feel so humbled. (laughs) I actually, yeah, I do tend to come off shy sometimes, but I'm not a shy person. I am very excited about what it is that I do. I've come a long way, as Sophia has already mentioned, and it's nothing but the grace of God, as well as my desire to help people and families. And so I've kind of pushed myself out of my own comfort zone. And let me just go ahead and introduce myself again. She said, my name is Joy, and I am an author. I'm a certified teacher, and I'm a coupon planning coach and saving strategist. And so I help families and individuals go ahead and plan, budget, and learn how to cut your grocery bill in half. And when I say grocery bill, I'm including household needs, food, personal care items, all those types of things that we have to purchase and that are necessities for our household. And so I am always pumped up and excited to help families, whether it's through my free content on live streams or even if it is in a workshop, whether I'm online, I'm doing a coaching program, I have so many ways to help uh, others and I have access to so many different types of people that I am just humbled and again, and appreciative of the opportunity to do so on a small or larger level. And I am actually super excited to be here <laughs> to talk to you guys. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So let's get started because I, the first thing I remember, like I said, was us meeting here in Florida. Mm-hmm. And um, shortly thereafter, I remember a book coming out. So let's start with the author piece first. Okay. Uh, what it prompted you to, to write a book? And what is the book about? Where, first of all, where can we get it? Okay. Oh, wow. I forgot. You know what's funny? I forgot all about it because when that book launched, that was my ebook. That was my first uh, ebook. And that was called 10 Strategic Couponing Tips for Newbies. And honestly, because I was just starting out, I literally probably put a whole class worth or a coaching program in wow. that ebook. Yes. And I still have yet to separate it. So that's kind of an awesome thing. It is available on Amazon. Um, I'm sure that, you know, we can provide the links for you later because they're sort of long, but it is available Absolutely. on Amazon. Thank you. And it's called 
10 strategic couponing tips for newbies. Because even though I teach strategies beyond couponing, like meal planning and all kinds of things that families um, don't think about doing that could actually help you decrease your debt and cut your grocery bill down. I also um, like to add couponing into the mix because to me, I always say that's the icing on the cake. Like if you want to save a little, you know, you got to consider meal planning and doing some other things. But if you want to save a ton of money, add couponing into the system or into the uh, strategy. And I'm telling you, you are going to be blown away and a lot of and I always want to kick down the myth of it takes a lot of time and and it takes a lot of effort and yes if you want to be what I what we call an extreme couponer which I am not a fan of <laughs> because of the narrative because of the stigmatisms, I'm trying to say stigmatisms that come with it and they're sort of negative um, but there's some of them are true and and a lot of extreme couponers do take a lot of time. Uh, they, they put a lot of effort into, you know, planning things out. And so if you see them, you'll see them running from store to store. The average busy person uh, doesn't have time to do that. And I know we're all courageous on this podcast, and, uh, I, you know, but I, I mean, we're not, we got to be sensible and we got to understand where we're at. And so I like to teach to the average everyday person how to implement coupons into your system, not spend a lot of time. In fact, show you how you're spending more time not planning things out before you leave the home, your home and go into the store. And so I love doing that. And in that book, I talk about, um, again, 10 strategic ways. It, it says 10, but it's really, it's like I expand on all 10. So so much more than that. But how to actually, um, I, I would say where to get your coupons first, how to understand how coupons work. And then also, um, you know, how to match them to sales and things like that. And so I don't want to, you know, re, I don't want to do the whole thing over on here. <laughs> right, already, right. Right. It's already been written and you can go ahead and check that out if you would like to. And so I want to thank you for bringing that up because I really have not discussed that book in a while. It's been quite a while. Okay. Well, you know, I remember because, <laughs> you know, I was, I was so happy for you. I know we, you had the whole launch party and it was just, it was big to me. And I was like, oh my gosh, because like I said, when we met here, it was, it was after, you know, some personal challenges in your life. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh goodness, she's doing it. <laughs> she's really doing it. So it was encouraging and it was uplifting for me to see you just putting yourself out there after, you know, like I said, that stuff happened. And it was amazing. So that's that. Next, you said you're a certified teacher. So like legit in schools you teach? Yes, I actually don't teach full time anymore. So that way I can spend, um, I will, yeah, pretty much full time in my business. So, but I want to <laughs> make sure. Good. Yeah, I could spend more time in my business. It's really hard to balance the two because I'm one of those overachievers. Plus, I'm super, you know, um, critical at times, which we all need to work on of myself. So mm. I, I can't do two. I can't do two full time things. And so I do supplement my income substituting. But I was a full time teacher. Um, I went to school for special education. So I'm certified in that. I taught uh, regular elementary as a regular elementary education teacher, as well as I was a special education teacher. And I was also a coordinator uh, at one point over a special education program at a charter school. So right. I do have, yeah, quite a background in teaching. A lot of people do and don't know it. I sort of mention it sometimes in my live streams, but um, I do mention more of my other personal life, but as for some reason, <laughs> yeah, I don't get into that. <laughs> and you know, the only reason I bring that up is because there are so many people out here claiming to teach that I want to speak to your authority in the area. 
Awesome. Because Thank what you. I don't do is bring people here and put them in front of my audience who aren't legit. So I do like to speak to that. And, and it's just amazing. And it's just that you're so little and cute that I was like, how did she not get mistaken for one of the children? Like oh, <laughs> stories on that. I don't even know if we have time for those stories. <laughs> oh, wow. It really happened. Yes, I um I always, you know, prided myself in thinking that I look like an adult, but a lot of times <laughs> uh, adults don't t- don't seem to think that at times. So I know kids would mix it up, especially when I started out in my 20s. And so I recall times um it was easier on the elementary side, but if I'm in a school that has maybe a junior high or you know, it's a mm-hmm. family goes up to seventh grade you know and they especially because they don't know me um because i'm usually downstairs i would go upstairs and they would really mistaken me for uh, a student oh. or curse around me or or say things like you know as if they were going to try to you know um talk to me and i'm like well do you what? Know what like, yes so funny it is hilarious you want to go sit down <laughs> is that it, hello <laughs> That, you know, that was my first thought, you know, but you know what, then I have to think, well, maybe they think I'm a student because, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking they're just being disrespectful. Right. <laughs> so I had to, you know, kind of retrain myself to know how to actually respond to that right. and, you know, kind of move forward. Because in the elementary side, as small as, as nice as you think I'm, I had to be strict because I'm small. And yeah. so I was that strict teacher until you really knew me, they, they would love me at the end. But in the beginning, I had to come off so strict, I would say the first couple of months of school. <laughs> okay. Awesome, awesome. Well, that's cute because I was like, she's a teacher? You know, they sent her to detention or IS or something. Oh, goodness. So nice. Okay, so the couponing and and just family planning meals, not family planning because that sounds like birth control, but (laughs) helping women or families plan their meals and couponing. How did you get into that? Oh, okay. So um, I recall, so, well, Sophia kind of, let me backtrack a little bit. So Sophia kind of mentioned how we met at the conference and, um, and I guess this is probably really good for your audience too. And then I like to be very um, transparent and I'm even being more vulnerable. But when I met her, I was uh, going through a divorce. I had been separated for quite a while, but I was going through a divorce and, you know, it was really hard. But at the time before I met Sophia, um, I was with my husband, I was with my ex and And so I was, you know, I had just left teaching full time. So let's put it like that. I just left teaching full time. And, you know, we were going through some things financially. And, you know, I I was like trying to figure out how can I supplement or how can I, you know, make up for the difference in that income that was coming in. Uh, Even, you know, with substituting and all, it just wasn't a, a lot at the time. And so I was like, how can I, you know, what can I do to, you know, either, you know, make more money or save money. And I was just thinking of ways. And so I'm one of those people I will like, I'll get really nerdy just on like a certain subject. <laughs> I'll turn into like a complete nerd. Like the teacher in me doesn't like just read books and do like you're supposed to do, but I would just get nerdy on certain things. And so what I did is I was like, I always, I always wanted to learn how to coupon like on another level. And then of course, around that time that show was out, little did I know that was like a lot of that was just television stuff and some stuff. Mm. Yeah, we could talk about that too, but little did I know, but I watched the show and it inspired me to like go harder to like try to figure out how can I save us even more money, but get us more things. And then, you know, so I went ahead and I researched and I looked at, at, I looked at videos and I started like reading things and I learned how to basically what one would call extreme coupon. (laughs) And so I started doing it for my own household so that we can get things we needed, like razors, cereal, like little things that I, you know, I, I was just new at. 
and I was excited to be able to get toothpaste for free for the first time. And I was like, wow, like, this is amazing, you know? But I was, yeah, it was amazing. I was like, this is great. And so I, the more I was able to do, the more I wanted to study it and figure it out. And so I was so excited. I was getting things for free or, or, or really cheap. And I was thinking to myself, wow, you know, um, how can I learn more about this? And then I started sharing it with my friends. So I had a, a one, my best friend has like, a, you know, she has a, uh, what do you call it? A, a mixed family or a um, blended like, family. Blended. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> So um, she has, there's eight children altogether. Some oh, of them, wow. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are uh, teenagers now, and or I should say young adults um, that are off to college. But initially, there were like almost eight in their household at some point in time on the weekends. And so, and some of them being babies at the time. So I, she really needed it more than anything. So I started showing her, and I walked her in the store, and I told her. And I was like super excited about the response. So then I decided... After that, um, getting that good feedback from her and seeing her actually implement it and do it, I was like, wow, I could really teach people how to do this. And I wasn't even thinking about monetizing or anything. I just was like enjoying it. I was excited for myself, excited that people, you know, saw my stockpile were asking me about it. And so I I decided, well, maybe I could monetize it and start a little blog. And so um, that wasn't as easy as I thought. I'm just going to blog and everybody's going to come see it and it's going to be great. So no, that, that didn't kick off. So then I decided, well, maybe I should go to YouTube because people are, you know, as a teacher, the visual learner thing. I'm like, maybe I'll hit them on all levels. Everyone needs, learns differently. Absolutely. Yeah. So I started on YouTube. I did that for quite a while, stopped. And then I joined Periscope, which is sort of almost how I met Sophia through this particular group of people at this conference. Right. I started live streaming, sort of dropped YouTube. And then I started live streaming because it was exciting (laughs) to live stream now. You know, you go through all these phases. But I will say this as far as being courageous. And and then I'm going to hand it back to Sophia. Um, I. I was like so nervous to do all these things. I don't, it sounds all great. Like, oh yeah, I just, I learned how to do this for myself and I just wanted to, I edited my YouTube videos for 10 hours. Like I sometimes, Girl, I, yes, I would copy and paste and, and I would say, and cause you know that self doubt kicks in and then you see yourself, mm, yeah. and then you start to doubt and you say, I can't. And then, you know, even if you're surrounded by people who are pushing and saying you can, because this is not something that, you know, the average person does, you know? Um, it's still hard. And so I didn't even have a whole bunch of that because I kept it on the low and I had a few people telling me you can do it. But then I was just so uh, unconfident. And so then the live stream was worse. My, thank God my uncle was the one who told me because he's all technology savvy. And he told me about this app called Periscope. And I really was supposed to do it like time after time. I remember I was supposed to hit that go live button. I always hear people say you can do it. I was so scared to hit that go live button, but wow. I wanted to get my message out. And so it's so funny. So I couldn't, I, I couldn't hit the live button forever. So eventually all these things just worked together because I was, I eventually had enough courage, <laughs> had enough courage and faith in God that he wouldn't let me fall on my face. And that, you know, no matter how I looked or sound, it would, you know, resonate with somebody and that, you know, somebody will be blessed and receive it because they maybe have a large household like my girlfriend and need it. So that was kind of like my journey. I'm back on YouTube now. I'm still on Periscope and I'm here with Sophia. <laughs> yes. And so that was, you know, that was it pretty much. <laughs> so that's, I mean, the way you say it, it's like it was something <laughs> small. And I think it was something gigantic because there's a lot of things we do as women that we can, in hindsight, it looks like it was easy or it felt easy. Or now you're looking back, it's like, oh, okay, that's all I did. But when someone else is watching you do it, like I said, I was in awe. 
because just like you, I was afraid to, that, that was an intimidating, still is sometimes an, an intimidating red button with those two words on it, that go live at the bottom of Periscope is the most intimidating thing I think I've encountered in my adult life. And I've gone through my husband having a kidney transplant. Um, he's un, in the operating room. I'm there for hours just waiting to find out if he's dead or alive. But I had more faith that he was going to come out than I would in me hitting that go, go live button. Wow. So that, is, that speaks to how fear can grip you. So you've done amazing things. And the women you touch, the people you work with, I know I'm in all, and I've not, in all transparency, I've not taken any classes, but I know you and I know your material. But it's like, I can't imagine how you're impacting households because even, the, give me some of the feedback or share with us some of the feedback that you get from the people you work with. How, how have you helped them? Oh, my goodness. So I, um, it's funny, when I first started out, I used to have, well, first of all, I had the, the doubt and the fear that anyone would join my class because I'm online and it's like, well, they don't know me and how in the world. But when I first started out, I had, uh, you know, a few very small classes. So I was able to get really good feedback, like right in the class. And like immediately when I start teaching them, they, they think they're just coming actually to to just like figure out what a coupon is and how to get stuff for free. And then it's sort of like the 51 fake out as, I, as I've grown too, I add in more um, implement more things like like, listen, this is really how you get your grocery bill down. The coupons are a part of the deal, but I'm telling you, like, listen, if you just would take the time to know what you're eating from Monday through Sunday, that, that mm. alone, <laughs> and plan it out and know what you have that you can make meals out of that's already in your home and know this. And, and they're just always like, wait a minute, it's so simple. But I, it's like, first I feel bad because they're like, it's simple. But then they're like, but I never thought of it like that. Or like, you know, this is helping me so much. Or like, you know, for somebody to say, like, send me messages like, Joy, I'm so excited. I'm building my stockpile. And then they send me pictures. And then you see little things. Oh. Little items they've purchased, um, especially when I have the the, uh, the coaching programs like the boot camps. Um, I'm la launching a boot camp in July, and they they can come in the Facebook groups. You really get stuff in there, and and like I've had people say um, thank you. You know, you changed, you totally changed the way I think about shopping. I've had people say thank you so much. You're saving my household so much money. Like I'm just kind of paraphrasing because I can't think of any one particular person off the top of my right, head. Right, right, right. Um, I'm thinking. I'm actually thinking of people as I'm saying it. So I'm sort of paraphrasing, but I can't think of an exact statement as, as far as that. But yeah, I, I'm always shocked. Like, it's funny because I take so much time and I put so much effort in my classes and even, even each coaching program, like I let people come back, especially if it's like one where it was like, you know, a longer program and I let you come back and just retake it. And they're even like, oh, you added some new stuff because I'm always changing based on their feedback, based on what I think worked, what didn't work. But I'm still shocked when they're like, oh, I'm doing well, even though I know that's the whole goal and that's what I wanted. I'm just shocked. To, you know, I guess you're humble sometimes and, and you're grateful, you know, just to get that feedback that you're looking for and not not for me to shine, but because I want them to succeed. Like, I want you to to not not continue to overpay like that's why I do this because I know a lot of us don't even understand or know what's causing us to spend so much money you know so I, I you know I, I just love it I love the feedback and and even what some might deem um, negative or someone might uh, like you know not appreciate because I'll sometimes um, 
you know, search for it or all that. And I'm like, I'm like, well, what's going, you know, why, why don't I, why weren't you in class or, or have you, how are you still struggling? Where are you at? Or what did, what didn't we cover last week? Or, you know, I love hearing what's going wrong too. That way. It right. can Absolutely. I think you grow more from the negative so-called feedback. So, I mean, you, you have to be open to it, especially when you're such a pu- public persona. So you want the best for for your students. You want them to succeed. So I think that is very commendable that you do that. Mm -hmm. So this next thing is kind of touchy for people because they don't believe that they actually do it because I know, I I know it's a thing because I used to do it, but I used to overshop because I felt like, not because I went to the store and I was hungry, but because I just felt like my emotions caused me to do it. Mm-hmm. So have you had to deal with that or have you had to work with people like that where they had to take care of that emotional piece before uh, you could really help them? Right. I actually haven't had anyone fully admit it, but I'm just that like, I don't know. I guess when you're a teacher, you're sent to be like a parent, a psychologist or this or that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're intuitive about that stuff. Right. Right. And so I was so used to doing it in school. I still do it with my students now. And so whether, yeah, you're right. Whether you, um, give it, you give up the information or not, I'm kind of getting it from you. I'm picking it up and, you know, basic conversation, group conversation. And so I I can kind of pick up on that. I've picked up on that maybe twice that it could be something to that extent. Um, because some people have a little more money to sort of play around with than others while others are like, look, I'm overspending and I don't know, you know, I, I'm not trying. Mm But I think a lot of times what we do, okay, so I'll, I'll, I will say this, and I can speak from this standpoint for my own self, and hopefully somebody else can relate to this. Oh my goodness, I recall, um, and, and, and some of the reason why I started this too is because I was a debt builder, like I was a professional debt queen, like I, I could build my way into debt, I can be a so... Yes, <laughs> making good money and still just think that I, you know, I can die. Yeah waste away or get stuff on credit and so anyway I spent a lot of time doing it so I was a check-to-check person even when I didn't have to be even when I was making decent money as a teacher no kids not just me and I remember um you know being sad like I'm being being down about yeah because you know you you do it and then you don't have enough money left over either because now you have to pay all your bills and you have nothing left over which I should have had tons of money left over but you have nothing left over or you you find yourself getting in the hole and so you're Yeah, I used to be sad because now I can't even feed that habit, but then it becomes worse because if you think about it like this, I had a, I did have a bit of a shopping habit. I used to love clothes and getting my hair done, which I do my own hair now, but I used to do all this stuff. And so I would become so disappointed I couldn't do it that instead of just going ahead and tackling my bills or I would get so far behind, I would just go ahead and do whatever with the money. Cause I'm like, well, I can't pay my bill in full anyway. I can't mm. do what I, and that's all a part of sort of overspending and trying to, uh, I guess, pacify yourself or make yourself feel better about all the overspending you did by overspending again. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been there. I've been there. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad I'm not by myself. No, you're not by yourself. Sis. I've been there. Making sure, and I'm sure y'all, you guys out there listening to us, I know y'all been there. We know y'all been there. You don't have to okay. <laughs> you ain't got to tell us. It's, it's just between us. Wink, wink. wink. <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
And so, yeah, oftentimes we create a problem on top of a problem because we now it's like, um, and I know a lot of people can uh, associate or I should say relate to this as far as dieting and things like that. It's like, you know, maybe you, you were doing well and then you gained some weight or something went wrong. And so then you start to overeat or overdo it again. Well, I would be doing um, poorly <laughs> mm-hmm. and then I would see that I'm doing poorly with my money and spending habits. And I would see that I, I feel like I can't catch up. And so I would do even more poor. I would just, you know, go over top. I was like, well, I can't pay it all anyway. So let me just go buy some more things. And so I would dig myself further and further instead. And that was just always um, an issue that I dealt with. And I feel like it helps me help other people even more. Wow. That's amazing because I know a lot of people um, across many communities, they experience that. But I think it's also in regards to we are told by society and and media that we have to have the latest this and we have to have the latest that. And if you don't, that you're inferior in some way. So we spend and we spend even if we don't have it to impress people that we really don't even like. Whatever that quote is, you go to work to make money to buy clothes for people who you don't like or something. <laughs> I'm saying it all wrong. But... No. But that's what people do. And you get, you said you do your own hair. I've been doing my own hair since my first set of locks was in 2008. Before that, I was natural. I went to the salon one time to see how they get it to lock. And I started implementing it at home. Awesome. So I've been doing my hair for, I guess, a decade now. Wow. Yeah. Because I cut off, I, and this is so off topic, but... I didn't cut off, but I took, I took loose all my locks in on July 4th, 2016, July 4th, 2017, I put them back and we're July 4th is next week. So it's going to, it's my one year anniversary of my independence. So I just put that out there because we were talking about doing hair, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) (laughs) to know because i always wonder like is there are there other people doing it here to save money or do they Girl, yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna go listen i went that one time to see how they did it because i remember i put them in myself and it it actually locked and then i was like i don't know how to keep it locked and then i found out oh she's using this type of product and she's using these clips so i went to girl i went and bought a dollar 99 pack of clips <laughs> Some $4 um, pack of hair, hair product. And that was it. I mean, you mean to tell me I went and spent $60 to find out all I had to do is spend seven? See, that's super savvy. That's what I like about you, Sophia. Girl. You just broke it down for somebody who didn't understand why we are doing our own hair. She mm-hmm. said, spend 60. I mean, to, yeah, spend 60 to only find out I needed to spend seven and some more time on my own hair. <laughs> Exactly. That's it. And then since then, my daughter got her locks a year after I did. Well, she got hers in, I think, 2009. So ever since then, I've been doing her hair. So we don't have to spend money for her to go to the beauty shop. Bravo. So that's me and her. We're saving money. So there's just different ways that you just made me realize that I'm saving money. Right. So, yay. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm happy about that. That makes, oh, I can tell my husband that, child. I'm, like, I'm saving money, bro. And he has locks too. But he, yeah, so it's my son, he wants locks, but I don't know. He's he too cute. So, 
anyway, that's that's really off topic. But I'm just so glad. So in what do you have to say to women? Because I know, I know to me, and it may be because I'm really, really extra close and I, I feel like I have a vested interest in you. Mm-hmm. But what can you would you say to someone who's on the fence about maybe taking one of your classes or um, just coming to watch your live streams? Because what I don't want you guys who are listening to miss is this great opportunity. You hear her. She's so cute and so bubbly and her, she's just awesome all around. But I don't want you to miss it or just not take my word for it. I want you to go investigate her for yourself. So, Joy, if you could tell anybody anything that's listening, what would you tell them? What, what do you want them to know about you and, and how you feel about helping people? Uh, the best thing you can ever do, I would say in life, and I had to do this with, um, in my business, is if you want to grow and learn about something, you have to invest. You have to. Sometimes it's time. Sometimes it's money. Uh, a lot of times we think that we can do it on our own and Google it and, and Google that. And we can. There are some things you can do that with. Um, but th- sometimes we need systems and strategies. And we need somebody who's been there and done that and somebody to just maybe even see where we're not organized or where we don't have things together. And so I always say if for people, I always say this on my live stream. I say, great, thank you for coming to the free content. But if you're with it and committed and you're really like, and you're serious about this, and I, and I put that on emphasis on that because a lot of people are saying, well, why would I pay for a class or why would I do that? But anyone who has a large household or anyone who has a large money issue and they're serious about say, because a lot of people say, I want to save money. I want a coupon. They will actually invest that time and money. And I always say this, you won't regret it because the way that I teach, I teach to make sure, especially if it's more than than just a one-day workshop but even then I'm typically I'm typically like she said I'm vested I'm like I'm interested in how you're doing what you know how how it went even after the class but um, definitely in my coaching programs I walk you through the steps to see not only you know where and where and how to save the money what strategies to put in place to save the time because I know that's a big issue uh you know how to really seriously cut your grocery bill in half or better some people have done better than maybe 50 percent spending 50 percent less than what they were spending maybe they were spending 600 dollars a month and instead they're spending 250 dollars a month now or some people don't even realize they should be all the way down and under 200 dollars you know because Yeah, if you really don't have a larger household, there's not really, for me, uh, anything above $300 a month, like, I really want to see some people in your house that really eat, or I want to hear some (laughs) (laughs) that are really, you know, critical, because, you know, a lot of times, they're they're so used to spending those numbers, when I say it, they think I'm going to have them doing backflips and turns, and I'm like, no, it's really just analyzing what are you doing now, versus what I'm going to teach you, and, and implementing, being serious about it, because I can't make you change the way you think about shopping in your bag habits your poor habits I can't make you do it I'll motivate you I'll show you I sometimes I have documents you can write in and sometimes I have things that you can just literally do um I let you watch me in the store sometimes it depends all depends on what's going on um especially if it's a virtual class but I just need them to know that as long as they're committed, I'm committed to helping them get to their goals. And it's going to be faster than trying to say you want to do it on your own a lot of times and then just going ahead and investing in a coach or program. And that goes for Sophia and other people. If you know it's something you need, invest in that system, that coach, that program, and and you sh- typically won't have regrets unless unless you don't get what was what was you know stated that they will provide and that's one thing I don't do I'm going to provide it and if even if you feel unsatisfied we're going to work that out too 
Exactly. Nice. Nice. I, I'm just so glad. And do you have anything? Um, I know we talked about 12 ways to get more coupons. Oh, goodness. 12 ways to get more coupons. Um, you want to share, talk a little bit about that and tell them where to get it? Because first, let me tell you, everything you need to contact Joy will be on her podcast page. Y'all know how I do. She's going to get her own page and all of her information is going to be right there. So it's a one-stop shop. Click it and you'll find Joy. Trust me, you will. Well, I'm super excited. I get a page, y'all. Yes, yes, girl. Yes, you do. You worthy, girl. <laughs> so visit my page. Uh, what I'll do is on that page, and I'll give Sophia probably this other link, but the, um, I did tell her about there is a, a little free document that I have, and it's really simple to read and easy to figure out how. It's, I think it's 12 or 15 more ways. To, I think it's 12. 12 more ways to get coupons. I, I know I go beyond 12, so I always put 12 more. <laughs> 12 more ways. And so it's just telling you the simple stuff because uh, a lot of the stuff uh, beginners don't know you know people who may have been coupon as they, they call it couponing um, I call it strategically couponing shopping because everybody knows what a coupon is and how to clip right. it right you know so but I call it strategic coupon that's like the next level and so you have maybe a beginner's phase and uh, kind of um, mid-tier and then you have the advanced people who are just you know they really know what they're doing and they're flipping register awards and all kinds of promos but the beginners sometimes don't even know where to get the coupons uh, even if they know the Sunday pay it's like, well, where else? Or, or there are paid ways to get it. There's free ways. So you can go to um, the link that she provides, but it's bit.ly forward slash more coupons. And then also we're in the middle of a, a $25 grocery challenge. And this challenge was, it's hilarious because I, I have a few people that have responded. Um, I think I had about 17 people signed up altogether, but I had a few people who said uh, that they were, you know, maybe uh, struggling with the challenge or some other people say in the beginning, how in the world am I going to do $25 a week? You know? And, yeah. And, yeah. This person has two people in their household. This person has what? five. Great. Right. So it's like, how in the world? And um, even though my automated system was all jacked up, if you sign up now, at least hopefully as soon as you hear this podcast, I don't know about months down the road, that will be available for you to get. And you can kind of catch up on what we did. We're kind of heading into the last week of it. But um, in that in that uh, challenge, I just sent you emails. I sent you step-by-step -step guides on how you can really do it uh, using just things that you already have. You basically inventory in your household. See yeah. Have. Yeah, you know, see what I have it. No, I signed up for it. Oh, that's free. Yeah, I have girl, I have it. And I was looking at I was like, she want me to do what with what? <laughs> I said, okay, let me in the cute little inventory sheet with with the little cartoon of you with your little leg up, girl. I was so tickled by that. I was like, okay, let me go through this and, and see what I, but it's helpful. Because we're a family of four right now. My eldest moved out. So um yeah my he's 23 girl he he was ready oh. yeah he's 23 but um it's like he's out now there's only four of us and I was like okay we can make this work so yeah. good yeah and people don't think they're like what and it's really about starting not starting your meals from scratch using what you have and you don't have to do it all the time but if you get your mindset um right if you get your yourself in a mind frame of doing that for even a week or a couple of weeks it'll be so much easier to just do 60 to just do 70 to just do eight you know what i'm saying and, and so it's not that everybody really can survive all the time off of that but i'm telling you you can and it's really it's going back kind of to that old school stuff our parents and, and and our predecessors used to do where they made me 
bills out of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> or they, we did see because a lot of times we make our we'll we'll have meat as the entree. Like no, they they spread that meat. They spread that meat throughout the week. They put it in soups and they put it in stews, and it wasn't the main course. So right. we, we want to make and every meal doesn't have to have meat in it. A that's some people, um, but you do need to make sure I'm not a doctor. I'm not, a, you know, you need to supp supplement it and, and do all that other stuff, mm -hmm. you're missing your proteins. But uh, if, if you're going to do that often, but I actually probably am somebody who uses meat every day. But even with that, you don't, I don't have to have it as separate uh, or to the side. It can be just blended in or a part of the meal. It's just, we have to just think of creative ways. And so what I just basically did was gave them that creativity. Uh, they still had to do their own shopping and things like that. And you guys will if you join, but you know, it's just letting you know all, um, I sent out maybe, it wasn't something every day, like some other challenges, but just throughout the weeks, so I just, uh, send out about maybe seven or eight emails in total, plus a video about, you know, how they could actually do this and survive the challenge. <laughs> well, I'm not a big meat eater, so it works for me. My, my family, well, my husband and my daughter, they are. Me and my son, we're not. So it kind of balances out. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and I forgot to mention, because you did say mention where if they, beginner's classes are on my website as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, beginner's classes, because I get off on tangents. <laughs> uh, uh, beginner couponers classes, but I actually, again, I don't just teach the couponing, and most of my beginner's classes, the meal planning, and literally, I kind of spell out everything under the class, or you can click on it and find out if it's something you need, um, and I break them into sessions, so yeah, I have some beginner's classes at trendysavingsdiva.com, and so they can go there, too. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us, because this was amazing. I mean, just to talk to you, and I had even more fun and I'm even more elated than I was when we started. It took a couple months for us to get here, but we are here. That's the life of an entrepreneur. So I, I thank you and you are amazing and you have my complete and total respect and honor. I love you, girl. You're amazing. I love you too. All right. So y'all go check her out. I mean, she has beginner classes. She gave you a free um, resource, how to get more coupons so you have no reason not to save money no reason to reach out to her and like she said if you're serious go ahead and invest because i know that some of us have a spending problem and we need to pay down our bills and not only that we need to leave a legacy for our children or whoever is coming after us so this is a way just to get started in doing that again thank you joy for spending time with us and you take care Take care. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Courageous Coaching Podcast. Feel free to call in with comments and questions anytime. The number is 786-749-TLAK. That's 786-749-8255. Call us and let us know what is on your mind. Until we meet again, be courageous.